0: Ladies and gentlemen, here it is—the most listened-to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This is the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, aka PR, the King of Hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on everybody, how you doing, how you living, how you been, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clocking Out. We are recording live right now on Twitter Spaces. Um, If this is your first time listening or joining us, we try our best to host a Twitter Spaces once a week here, every Wednesday, where we sit down and talk to other independent artists and creators or business owners about any products or um, uh, projects or even um, products that they may have that they want to share some information on. So today, um, we're going to get into... To a project called working dogs and talk to the creator of the project uh guest speaker can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are
1: sure hi I'm Amanda uh also known as Miss Amanda art I am the artist and creator behind the working dogs nft project and I also am just generally an illustrator and artist
0: and how long have you been a creator, would you say? When was the first time that you did something or what was the first thing that you did that uh, defined that you defined yourself as, OK, I'm a creator, I'm an artist. What was it? Was it painting? Was it drawing? Um, was it doing something on the computer or one of the, uh, you know, like procreate or anything like that? What was your first creation that really made you feel like, OK, I'm 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 a creator?
1: That's such a good. Qu- I love that question. Um So it's interesting because I have, I mean, I've done art and I loved doing art my whole life. Um, I was always pretty crafty, took art classes in in high school and and in college, but I never felt like I was really an artist until I found my own style um, and started kind of drawing and creating things that I wanted to share rather than just like copying or just recreating other things. And so that happened, um, sort of around March or April of 2021. Um, so just over a year ago, once I created the daily drawing challenge, um, and started drawing one cartoon every day, that's kind of how I developed my style and started to really feel like, okay, I I am an artist and a creator
0: and what was it that made you do that challenge was it something that you just saw and thought that it was a good thing um like a a, a, like just a challenge in general for you to do or was it something that you just came up with yourself did you see it from another creator or uh did you find it from a certain blog or website uh what was it that sparked you to take that initiative to challenge yourself and try to come up with a new portrait each day for a year
1: So I know you just had on Tatiana um, last week or a couple weeks ago. Yes. We both, like before we met each other, we both had followed Seth Godin for a really long time. And I read, I think she took his workshop, but I read, I just read his book, The Practice. And it talks about how, like, it talks about the difference between the amateur and the professional. And um, like the amateur just shows up when they feel like it, when they get an idea. The professional shows up every single day and does it no matter what. And so um, I had been getting into cartooning because I felt like it was the best way for me because I've always loved like incorporating humor into my art and things like that. So I felt like cartooning would be a really good way for me to actually express my own ideas. Um, But I didn't have the skills yet to be able to draw the things in my head. So that's why I decided to draw one cartoon every day, just thinking like for the whole year, thinking um, by the end of this year, I'm going to have to have gained a lot of skills. Uh, I'm going to have to be able to like if I just show up every day, I know like by the end of this year, I'll have gotten a lot better. So um, it was mostly Seth Godin um, who and he's like a, he has a lot of books. He has a blog that's pretty famous. um, So, yeah, that's how
0: that's amazing i know that there's a lot of people that tend to find um inspiration such as that through other people's um work or or suggestions and things like that which is also amazing which is why i like doing things like this because that's something i never really thought of of doing something on a daily basis the only other artist that i know said something like that publicly i'm pretty sure i that like many others have done similar things but the only one that i can that off the top of my head when i hear something like that that i think of is the music artist russ where he i think put out a song one new song each week and basically he produced and wrote a new song himself to challenge himself as a producer to make new beats as well as as an artist to come up with new lyrical content and change his style to depending on what he thought was you know popular at the time and you know it's things like that that I really like hearing because it's true it goes to show that's not something that someone can do on a repetitive you know process of coming up with something especially daily you know I would understand weekly monthly or something but to come up with something new from scratch each day and and have the patience to do that or the creativity to come up with something new and different that's something that really shows the dedication and the passion that the artist has behind whatever it is they're doing and that actually helps a lot with the people who are not only just following and watching what you're doing as just, you know, entertaining content but at the same time people who are supporting you and who are looking at uh, at you for inspiration because it goes to show that you know why waste your time on all these other people who are just like like you say they only show up when they want to or when they feel like it's something that they need to get out of it or whatever when compared to the other people who on a daily basis are putting in the effort and work to actually show that they give enough they care enough about what they're doing to not only perfect it but give you the best quality of it possible so the, i know that that's not easy to do so congratulations on that i know did you do it you're still doing it now correct i know you still have a yeah. Instagram. It's called, uh, Manda daily or something? No. Or is that the, the, the podcast?
1: Um, there's a lot of miss Manda things, so it makes sense. Uh, it's complicated, but, um, yeah, so the Instagram account where I post every day is miss Manda daily. Um, and yeah, I'm on my second year now, so I'm almost done. Once this year's up, it'll be two years and I'm going to do it again next year and for the foreseeable future. Um, and then the podcast is the creative corner with miss Manda art
0: alright there we go and um, for anyone <laughs> real quick for anyone interested on showing some love to Amanda and all her work and any of her profiles if you check up I have um, shared a few pin tweets uh, that you can check all the links are there as well um, just to make it real easy from her open see that you can go and check out her project working dogs to her Instagram as well as her Twitter which you can just click on her, her the profile picture to give her a follow and her YouTube which I recommend you go and check out which you can actually see live video of her, um, uh, Miss Manda or the Miss Manda art. Uh, not only you creating live with your guest speakers, uh, but you can also listen to her, um, episodes as well on Spotify. Um, and you can go to her website. All her links are there, but just to make it easier, you can just click on the links up above. Um, again, thank you everybody for tuning in and showing love. Um, Amanda real quick. You mentioned how you basically were working on one new, you challenge yourself by working on one new piece of art a day and you did it for a year. You're working on your second, year right now um within that you found your own unique style which led to you coming up with the project working dogs give us a little bit more information about working dogs and what inspired you to make it an nft project specifically and why dogs Mm,
1: okay um first of all thank you for all those shout, shout outs i appreciate that it's really helpful um okay so there are a lot of questions in there the first one uh what was, sorry, what was the first question?
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I know, I I talk really fast, I gotta work on that. Um, What was was it that led you to make, you created a project and you created a collection, but what led you to make it into an NFT project specifically?
1: Oh, okay, okay, so um, like I said, it was around March or April that I felt like I finally found a style and it's because I started drawing these cartoon dogs and I started out like, okay, when the when my year started out of the daily challenge, I was kind of drawing mostly people, like trying to get better at figure drawing. Oh, I got muted. Um, when did I get muted? <laughs> All right, sorry
0: about that. I don't know what <laughs> no happened worries. there. Um, let's just start again. Uh, um, you okay. you started working on. Uh, I know at first you were doing um digital portraits, correct?
1: Yeah. So okay before all of that i was doing custom pet portraits um in a totally different style um and and it was mostly just copying from a photo um and so again even though i was selling that i still didn't feel like an artist because i wasn't again like creating unique ideas i felt like um so yeah and then okay so when i started when i started out that y- last year in 2021 i was still focusing on like people and just like trying to do cartoons of my life and things like that and then um one day i just decided like i want to i'm gonna try a dog like i'm gonna i'm gonna bring my all of the knowledge i learned about the dog community from doing these custom pet portraits for people and i'm gonna put this into like my cartoon style And so the first ones I did were pretty rough. Like, they definitely didn't make me proud. Um, However, I kept doing it. And then the first one I did that really stood out, I based a dog cartoon off of one of my coworkers at the time when I was a teacher. And that, it just looked so much like this individual that I was basing it off of. And it was just, and anyone, any of my teacher friends that I showed, they were like, oh my gosh, I could tell that's, that's him, like, it's exactly him even though it was just a dog um and so i kept doing that with like different characters i would like not different humans i would see on the street um that i just felt like they warranted a cartoon of them and then i was still so i found i started to find like my interest in my style but i didn't know what i was gonna do with it at all like i didn't have nfts on my radar um I was just like, well, I could do prints. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to keep creating and then see. And then I think it was in August, around August, um, one of my friends I trained jujitsu with, um, Josh, a.k.a. Window Tinter, he's in the V Friends community. He saw my um, Instagram account. And he was like, you should make an NFT project out of this. Um, and so from there, he connected me with um, – like Charlie, who's also in the um, Be Friends community and a few other people who helped me like set up the project and taught me what I know. Um, and yeah, so that's that's how I got there. Um, and then I think you also said why dogs?
0: Yeah, you know. why why is it that, um what was it? Because a lot of people pick certain animals for sp- a specific reason. And I like to know like what tied you or connected you with picking um, dogs as your animal to design NFTs?
1: Right. So, um well part of it is I love dogs. Like they're the best. And then the other part of it is um like I I think I kinda said this like, um I'm sorry, I'm my brain is not working today. Take Uh, your time.
0: (laughs) Take your time. Don't worry, take your time, you're doing great.
1: Thank you. Um and then the oh, so the other part was I had been doing I'd spent like a year doing custom digital pet portraits for people and most of the people that I um was working with were dog owners and um it's a really if you're willing to pay money to get like a custom portrait of your dog you are really into your dog and like into dogs which uh i am too uh i i would as well um but it was there were a lot of different characters that i worked with in um in like working on those portraits and so i think i was just really immersed in the dog community um most of my followers were like dog accounts um and like as in oh uh you know like like the people would pretend to be their dogs on instagram if that makes sense so yeah i I just had dogs very much so top of mind
0: that that's great i know there's a lot of it's me myself and even my my kids there's a lot of accounts that they follow that are a lot of dog accounts and at (laughs) first i didn't get it until they were showing me certain things and it's like i got stuck into like the whole like you know it's another world that you go into it's like you think cat videos is one thing but when you come across dog videos it's a whole nother thing um oh
1: yeah
0: Now that we covered the digital pet portraits back in 2020 that you did, uh, also you're a drawing one new piece of art uh, daily for a year and you're working on your second year and you have your Miss Manda daily. What came first? Uh, Would you say when it came to your creative process, what came first? You're doing your Miss Manda daily or working on your NFT project? Uh, It was, it
1: was Miss Manda daily. So I started that without any idea, well, where it was gonna go. I was just like, I'm just gonna set out this year. I'm gonna draw every day. I was still teaching full-time at that point. Um, And I just wanted to see like what would happen and how my skills might grow. And then that's when like a few months into that, once I already had my style and like, I would say, I like to say that like, I was just doing it and just trusting that if I'm putting in the work, an opportunity will come. And that's exactly what did happen because I was putting in the work, I was getting better at my art. And then by the time Window Tinter, um, who I trained Jiu with, with here in Vegas, by the time he reached out to me, I already had a full collection almost um, that was ready to go and be minted into my NFT project. So it was definitely like in terms of the of the creative process, it was really helpful that I didn't have any plans when i started because it gave me kind of like the flexibility to just do what i do what interested me and then and then decide what to do with it from there once i got the skills
0: yeah i know a lot of people that's the next question i wanted to ask you a lot of people um they they hesitate to jump into certain things especially creating their own project one being the lead of any project let alone your own creation and then you know being the person that's in charge of you know, it's just a thing of responsibility And understanding that if it doesn't happen It's because you didn't make it happen It's on you, there's no one to blame after you You're you're the person in charge, it's your idea You're the one who says what goes and what doesn't And it's your job to do your due diligence To make sure not only you properly educate yourself On the field that you're going to enter in But at the same time in the the exact art And what you need to put in What needs the proper attention and time To make it what it's supposed to be That you envision in your head And a lot of people just at the thought of having that responsibility tend to not want to take that step forward into being in charge of their own project or making their idea mm-hmm. come to life. So what I wanted to ask you next, what was one of the biggest obstacles that you had to overcome being an independent creator as well as the person in charge of a, a brand new project as well as NFTs during a time where NFTs were like blowing up a popularity? What was the first thing that you would say as a creator and uh, as a NFT project lead would you say is uh, one of the obstacles was that you had to take over.
1: Um, ooh, there's a lot. Um, I think I think the one that would be most beneficial for me to share would be it's re- it's more recent. So when I first started out, I really quickly built a community of amazing people. And it was like a dream come true. It still is, that I was actually connecting with people through my art. Um, and I was selling, like I got to the point where every time I would, um, mint new working dogs, like each week, they would sell out. And that was just like insane. I was just like, what the heck? But what happened was I kind of started putting all my eggs in one basket because that basket was, you know, (laughs) doing a good job of, of helping me build my career. And, um, then of course the bear market happened as we all know. And I think I, I had underestimated what that would mean. Um, and so like, I, I'm still growing the community and and connecting with people, but the sales are not coming quite so fast, which I'm totally fine with. However, I do need to make a living. Right. Cause I've been doing this full time. Um, and so that has been probably the biggest obstacle is accepting like I may not be able to keep doing this full time, but that doesn't mean that I can't keep pursuing my dream. I'm just going to have to find a way to make money so I can support myself as I keep building up this business and this project. Um, but yeah, that was really hard because at first I, I felt like if I ever have to go back to working a real, like, you know, working for somebody else that I would feel like failure, Um, but it's honestly such a relief. I haven't gotten a job yet, but I've got some interviews lined up. It's such a relief to know that like anything I put into this business now is just going to be out of passion and love rather than thinking constantly, like what's going to make me money? What's going to sell right away? What do people want? Um, and instead I can just do what I want and, and which is you know to keep doing what i've been doing but do it with less less fear um so yeah biggest challenge but also i'm super excited to get money in my bank account and then feel comfortable enough to just keep creating
0: i i really i really love that i know a lot of people tend to um hold on almost had a phone call I know a lot of people tend to um, okay <laughs> ha- have that problem. They 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 they. It's like you said. They put all their eggs in one basket, and you know a lot of people. I, I get the the way that I really learned it. I'm not even gonna lie. Even as much as I firsthand. Went through those mistakes myself. It wasn't until I was following a person like Gary Vaynerchuk, which I'm pretty sure everyone listening right now in the audience is a is a a a follower, a part of the the V Friends community in some way, shape, or form. That after through all the interviews and videos that he put out, it really got me to understand when it was him explaining how you shouldn't just depend on. One application, you know, to support your brand like Instagram only, and and or just YouTube, where you should actually try and dip your toes into everything a little bit enough, where you understand it enough to make a proper post. Because if not, <clears throat> if that goes down or if it shifts to another place, like you're just stuck there and you don't know, or you have that fear all over again that you need to get over of learning something new and jumping into something different, which I know again is something like I, I mentioned before. Is is something that stops a lot of people From trying something new Or starting something from scratch Because of the fact of the fear Of learning something different And not being good at it right away When that's the whole point The whole point is not to be good Not being good, you learn from your mistakes And that's how you improve and do better mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something That a lot of people do need to overcome I know myself, I had that issue with the podcast at first I was also recording and recording And then I was like, oh, you know I know just by doing one good thing I'll have a whole bunch of people listening And this and that mm-hmm and it's not until you realize that that's not the case and again it's it's one of those things that no matter how much people tell you it you don't really learn until you go through it yourself that you're really like all right now I really understand you know and um mm-hmm. So besides for all the the hard things, what what were some things that you say were beneficial to uh, starting an NFT project or starting your own project? What's something that you would say is on the bright side that people can look to as an independent creator that people, you know, besides for, oh my God, it's so scary and there's all these things. What is something that you like, okay, that after you got through the hard part that you started seeing things be like, all right, this is actually gonna work. I like this. This is something that I can see... That, that's worth building on top of what's the first thing that that was your sign of like okay i'm gonna be all right
1: yeah oh i'm so happy you asked that um because it is it's easy to get caught up in in the negative stuff and the challenges but like when i so i started out on instagram and i just because i was just selling to like my friends and family during covid and stuff like when i was selling the pet portraits and all I really wanted was people who would actually connect with my work and enjoy it and like laugh from it and relate to it. That was like my ultimate dream. Um, and I really could not find that on Instagram because it's just so surface level. Um, and once I started doing the NFT project, it was just crazy the way that people would not only connect with it, but they would like reach out to me and like tell me their favorite one. and. Tell me, you know, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. And they were like, everybody, literally everybody in this call right now has supported me like immensely um, through one way or another. So thank you all. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, it's just crazy the amount of support that I've gotten and um, the, the excitement that other people have to be part of it. And I think part of that comes from the fact that like when you, buy a working dog, you're part of the community. I mean, you're already part of the community, even if you don't buy a working dog, but just by the nature of it being an NFT project, there's so much more emphasis on community. And that's just really something I've always dreamt of is like having a community around my art. So that's another reason too, why I wanna go back to like, I wanna have a job outside of this so that I can just focus on building the community and like connecting with people around my art And I feel like the money will come, you know, through me just being genuine and just doing what feels right. Um, But I don't again, like I don't want to have to focus on selling stuff instead of just connecting with people, which is like the better way of building a business, I think.
0: No, I completely agree. I feel like not only do you you have like a lifelong uh customer supporter but you know it's it's good to actually have people that you can relate to when it comes to certain things not only you have you want to build um the business or a project or whatever it is that you're doing. And then you need feedback and sometimes it's hard to do. So when you work on communities and you do it the right way, you actually get honest feedback. You honestly mm-hmm. get honest yeah. critiquing where there's other people that are like, all right, I really don't care. I'm just knowing I just yeah. want to flip it or I just want to show it off for a little bit. Cause it's temporarily popular. Like there's a lot of people that don't understand. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't fully understand NFTs mm-hmm. until the whole v friends thing happened and i saw the v ones and then i saw the v twos and then it clicked and i'm like all right Mm -hmm. now now i get this and then the whole thing behind the utility like i was new to it i didn't understand and literally my my crash course on nfts and utility and community and all this other stuff and like value was through v friends it was from being in the discord asking millions of questions mm-hmm. making mistakes as not only investing in the projects but buying projects that i thought either were real or that i thought mm-hmm. where where had all these promises and stuff and then got rug pulled and like oh, you know there's things that you learn firsthand and that's that's the thing it wasn't until watching v friends go from all right it went from this drawing that i'm like all right i'm a little bit confused and Mm -hmm. then the new ones come i'm like all right i i i get it now it's like i don't know why it took so long but i'm like all right now i really get it it's only different because it people hear nfts or blockchain and crypto and automatically they they tend to get like over everything overloads they feel like they need Mm -hmm. to know all this technical stuff and really it's like listen just know that this is a this is b it goes from here to here this is where it's safe it's no different than your money it's just digital like it's just just break it down simply and then you start understanding that then you start understanding like the way a project evolves like the way it's presented to you the first time isn't the way it's gonna be just like a video game when you see like the little parts that leak oh god this is like you can see the code you can see so it takes a while so when artists actually go in depth like that and they start showing the process not only with the community but through their art and you start seeing the way they first drew or they first designed or they first made sucks and such you start understanding and you start seeing not only the passion in the artists of them actually going through and putting that time and effort to improve but at the same time it goes to show like yo i'm putting myself out there and it's not mm-hmm. because i'm trying to be made fun of or anything like i'm trying to learn and be better for you like that's the, mm-hmm. the thing that people need to understand no one wants to put stuff out there and be made fun of or told they're any they're not any good just because like they want to be told okay i don't like it all right why explain to Mm -hmm. me what you don't like explain to me and that's the best thing that i really like when it comes to community in the nft space there's never really a dumb question everyone's always willing to help everyone is so supportive which is it's so amazing um But before we get out of here and we go into anything else, what is something that is coming up for working dogs or what is something that you're excited to uh, do for your community or for other people out there, other creators that you want to share with everybody that's listening right now?
1: Can I say a few things?
0: (laughs) You can say as much as you want. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So uh, in terms of like the actual project, I'm having a lot of fun because, like, I still have some up there that haven't sold from like the last drop, so I'm not really rushing to get more up there. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun going much deeper in detail with um, my drawings, and that's just made my skills like go up a ton as well. So, um, the next job I think it'll be October 15th, and it's gonna or like the Monday around that date. Um, it's always on Mondays, and um it'll be working dogs up past their bedtime and I already have three done. I'm going to try to get one or two more. And it's just like been so fun to just like focus on the actual art instead of just like getting stuff up there, ready to go. Um, and so that's in terms of like the actual project. And then the things I'm so like my favorite things are Miss Manda live and the creative corner podcast. Um, the creative corner i'm excited because i went it like i ended the first season and this next season i'm just gonna do gradually like as i find amazing people to have on the podcast i'm just gonna interview them separately and then like release it week by week once i'm finished with the season so that's gonna be great because i can again just take my time um and just like really create quality stuff and then miss man alive as well i'm loving having it on youtube and um i've just been honestly the job I'm going for, the real, the real life job is in sales. um Like, like tech sales kind of, kind of deal. And to do that, you have to like reach out to, pe- you have to like cold call people and like cold email them. And that like the way I'm leveraging myself into that job is by explaining what I do to get people on, on this man Um, And so I'm really excited to like get this job and then learn even more about how to reach out to people and connect with people, especially like people I don't know. And I feel like that's gonna help me get like even more amazing and exciting guests on the show. Um, So (sighs) yeah, and then I do, I've been working on my YouTube channel. It's been, I've been just literally looking for jobs all day, but um, I have already like a few, I have scripts for like several YouTube videos that I just need to record um, about creativity. So I have a lot coming, like, going, I have a lot coming. It's all going to happen slowly, but, um, I'm just like, again, I'm really excited that I can now just like focus on the good stuff instead of rushing. So yeah.
0: That's, that's, um, that (laughs) that is amazing. I love all of that. And as far as, uh, what you were saying regarding the podcast and using that as leverage, that's amazing. That's basically what I do in a way, in the sense of what Mm -hmm. I did with the podcast at first, I knew I wanted to do something to record, but I wanted to do something to help inform people and everything. But I don't feel like I know enough to tell people, like, listen to me, you know, but at the same time, I love talking and I love learning new stuff. So I was like, you know, why don't I just talk to people about what they do, learn from what they've experienced firsthand? Not only that, but also get better at presenting myself, at talking, because I do talk fast. I do talk a lot. And it's like I start learning little by little how to ask a question, how to approach Mm -hmm. someone to be a guest speaker, Um, you know, doing my research on looking up the project and and knowing what to ask and when not to ask. And, you know, it's that. But on top of that, you learn how to listen more. And I feel like that's something that's really key. You can't really learn anything unless you're willing to admit that you don't know everything and you're willing to just shut up and listen. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people Mm -hmm. tend to feel like, all right they want to go into something and it's like they don't want to go through the basics they want to skip it because they're like i no, 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 i know that i know then it's like no no you don't you have to go through this the right way because you think you know it but you don't and even if you do just act stupid and go through it again there's nothing wrong yeah. you know nothing wrong at all with going through it a third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh time it, there's no reason you should be upset with being perfect on what you're trying to do so i really I, I love that that you're doing that and you're reaching out to other creatives not only are you sharing from your experience with other people, but I love your uh, Miss Manda Live also. I've tuned in. Thank I love you. how you guys are so creative to create on the spot. You know, that is something that I can't do, so I'm like, yo, that's like, I, I've watched you guys and I've tried to draw stuff myself, like, in the same time frame, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, this isn't working. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'll just watch, but I love that. I, I love your artwork. I love everything you're doing. Also, the artwork that you came up with for More Monkeys, um, for the More Monkey Bites projects, they're in the audience also. listening Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Malo and uh, BitMonkey Studios. Um, Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we get out of here?
1: Oh, I just... Oh, I do want to say thank you for having me on here. And it's been such a great process, like, leading up to it. I've never, ever had anyone, like, promote me so much before I've come on their show. And it's so helpful. Like, thank you so much. Um, And I you you also like asked amazing questions and you're great at this so (laughs) keep it up um but yeah i think i think that's all um we we do have some exciting stuff going on with um moral monkeys you can claim your um oh my gosh i'm so bad at these tech your domain thing (laughs) so sorry uh i am the artist on that but wait i read your, your ens your ens subdomain um you can claim that today as of now i'm pretty sure check out the uh twitter account you'll see that but um yeah aside from that thank you so much for having me and thank you everyone for coming
0: Yes. And if for anyone for looking for what she's talking about, I'm pretty sure that they did a YouTube video either yesterday or the day before that you can check out that they go through a step by step process on how to do it actually, which is really easy. As complicated as it may sound, they make it seem really easy. So go and check that out. Go click on the monkey that's down there. You'll see him hanging out right there where it says more monkey bites. Click on his face, go to their profile and check their latest video. Please, if you're listening to this, whether you're on Twitter Spaces, you can click any of the pinned uh, links that are up above to follow Amanda on any of her social media platforms, as well as check out the website for Working Dogs on OpenSea and her regular personal website for any more information. And um, if you're listening to this on your favorite audio streaming platforms, you can go to any of the links for her Twitter and social media and all that other stuff as well in the description. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing so much love and appreciation all the retweets and all the likes and everything i really appreciate you guys um and thank you for tuning in thank you amanda for coming by i really appreciate you giving the time
1: of course thank you so much i appreciate it
0: not a problem everybody have a great day i love y'all stay safe and i'll see you guys in the next one peace bye